Hi everyone, you're welcome to another episode of Storytime with Jay and I'm happy to be here again and I just want to say a big thank you to everybody, every one of you that's taking time out every week to listen to the podcast. I do not take it for granted. I want to say a big um, thank you to my friends for the support and to my old listeners, thank you. My new listeners, thank you for joining this amazing family. You couldn't have picked a better time to become one of us. <laughs> yes, us. Because everybody is on this journey with me. So I just want to say a big thank you and you're welcome. And I hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Okay, thank you. I'm so excited to be here again. So many things to talk about, so many gist. But of course, you know how I start the podcast every week. I start off with a story, right? So uh, this story, I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm not trying to make it seem like I haven't moved past this particular situation. But it's just something that's funny. And I just feel like I can share it. Whenever I say I feel like these days, I think I sound like Ozo. <laughs> that's for people that watch Big Brother Ninja. You probably get what I'm trying to say. But hey, I don't want to digress too much. Let me get back to my story. So I couldn't afford Netflix, right? Because I have a lot of things that I pay for. So and there was this movie that came out and it was really big because it was made up made from a classic, right? So I wanted to watch it, Living in Bondage. A lot of Nigerians can relate to this um story. It was big. Everybody wanted to see, is it better than the old one? Is it as good as people are saying it's going to be? Or the way people had, a lot of people had seen it. So it was either like they were hyping it or you, it was really that good. Do you get? So for me, there was a lot of hype. There was a lot of conversations about it. And for some reason, I wanted to be part of that conversation. But I couldn't relate because, hey, I couldn't afford Netflix. My friend didn't pay for her Netflix and I couldn't just be a leech at that point in time. So I'm really like, oh, but it's just like 3,000 Naira. Hey, at that point, like 3,000 Naira, you said to do something else. Do you get? Not like paying for Netflix isn't what it would be 3K. But I'm just saying, like, I could use it to maybe cook or something at that point in my life. So, um, and this wasn't so far away or far off. So, a friend, I asked a friend, we went to high school together. She's not based in Nigeria. So, I asked her, like, hey, babe, can I use, do you have, like, Netflix? Can I use it to just quickly watch this movie? Because everybody's raving about it. And you don't want people to be in a place where they're having conversations about it. And you're just looking. Not because it's bad to look, oh, but they could give spoilers and then everything is ruined, right? So, I asked her for her password and she gave me a fake ID. Because I tried it, obviously. I tried it, and then I realized that it was a fake ID. And what did I do? I asked her. I was like, babe, you gave me a fake password and username. She was like, oh, I didn't think you really wanted to watch something on Netflix. I was like, come on. I've been talking about this movie for, like, uh, the longest time. But at the same time, I didn't want to feel entitled. So I was like, okay, you gave me a fake password. Why? She was like, oh, I didn't know you were serious. I was like, okay, so what's going to happen? Like, I didn't say that, but in my mind, I'm like, so what's going to happen now? You gave me a fake password. We're going to move up from this, right? 
So we talk on WhatsApp and everything. So one day she calls me, which is not unlike her. And she was like, she wants to do a video call. I was like, okay, cool. So she calls me on the video and I noticed that her laptop was in front of her and the Netflix was on. I didn't know what to think at this point. I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. And she was like, oh, like I called you because I wanted us to watch the movie together. I was like, wait a minute. You called me on WhatsApp so that you could play the movie because you didn't want to give me your password, which is understandable, depending on the um, plan you're on, right? She's like, oh, she just wants us to watch the movie together. She's like, I want to watch it. I was like, babe, it's not that deep. I don't want to watch Living in Bondage <laughs> from WhatsApp or via WhatsApp because it was so <laughs> it was so weird. I felt some type of way, but I didn't feel insulted. And it was funny because I shared it with like a group of friends, mutual friends that we have. And everyone was like, really? I was like, yeah. She, <laughs> she was like, yeah, she was even in the group as well. She was like, yeah, I, like, I thought it would be cool for us to watch it. You know, for me, with my friends, I try not to be entitled, but I didn't see the goodness out of out of doing that. To me, it was hilarious, you know, because I'll be on WhatsApp and the video, and I'll be watching it via your phone. It's not that deep, man. For that minute, or in that minute, or in that moment, I felt like <laughs> I was living in bondage. And to me, it's not, it's not that deep. So what's your funny Netflix story? Because I have a lot of funny Netflix stories to share. Like, not from begging people to give me their passwords or anything, but just from certain movies that I've seen on Netflix, you know. So what's your funny Netflix story? What's the funniest thing that's happened to you because of Netflix? Please let me know. So work has resumed, right? Yay! That is parents, right? For teachers, right? Yay! And I'm sure you're wondering, like, but you have been at home for a couple of months. We've been at home, but we've been working, okay? So for those that don't know, I teach. That's what I do for a living, right? So trying to just strike that balance of work has resumed. And, oh, my God, I still have this podcast. I still have to do this. So for me, that's been what I've been struggling with the most. And Big Brother is coming to an end, finally, a lot of people can rest finally. I've had, I've been resting for a couple, for a couple, <laughs> for a couple of mo- um, weeks because my fave left. So I've rested. I'm at peace with the fact that it's ending. This is the first time that I've been this immersed in Big Brother and never again. I know a lot of people say they will never do it again. Me, I will make a conscious effort never to be this entangled in this kind of mess because i know how it affected me emotionally because i'm very emotional then i now had somebody that i really liked in the house and things didn't go the way we planned it didn't work out but she's out she's striving she's doing amazingly well me proudly elito for life but after elite i think i'm going to take a break i sing how big brother has changed a lot of people. People that, you know, you see certain things they say, and you're like, how is this person even on my timeline? How is this person even my friend? You know, but you have to separate Big Brother from your friendship because if you can't separate the two, I said down, it's going to mess up your friendship because you will start to see this person in a different light. And it could be vice versa as well. They could be like, oh, I didn't know this person 
had this type of mentality. I don't even want to be friends with such a person. I don't think I want such a person in my life, which is okay, by the way. You know, you can't be friends with everybody after, like, if you feel like because of Big Brother, if you feel like because of Big Brother, you're not going to be friends with certain people, then I don't even know if that friendship was even solid in the first place. Maybe it was just struggle friendship, but I don't know these things, okay? So I'm not, I'm not even trying to be a judge of character or of people's judgment or anything, but I think some things and I question myself, like, Justina, are you really friends with this person? But then again, I have to practice what I preach. So I had to separate friendship from Big Brother. But that's that about Big Brother. I saw a lot of toxic things being said. And that is why I feel like I'm going to take a break from Big Brother next year, by God's grace. But I'm looking forward to the reunion of these guys, okay? I wish it could be earlier than next year, but I know it's not going to happen. But um, I'm looking forward to the reunion. So back to work. Um, a lot of things have changed. Now we have blended learning. Uh, so some kids decide or their parents decide that I'm still comfortable with my child learning from home. So you have some kids in school. You have some kids at home. So you have to plug into the internet and teach at the same time. So you have to cater to the needs of the ones at home. And the ones in school. So it's a different ball game because you have to attend to them. You have to be sure that they are good. And you also have to be sure that the ones at home are getting the same quality. So for me, it's, I don't want to say it's emotionally draining, but it's a bit draining when you have to cater to two separate needs, you know, because gone are the days where all the kids are in class and, um, you can cater to their needs at the same time, right? Because we have learning difficulties and all that, right? But now, you have to give the same time you give to the ones at home, to the ones in school. So, you can already see a lot of teachers, their faces, they're tired, like, they are exhausted. And you're wondering, this is just week one, no? Like, we've not even gone, we've not even gone halfway yet, you know? We're still... There's still a long way to go. So um, I'm hoping that teachers are ready because this is a new this is a new normal. This is the future. Blended learning. So I'm hoping that we have the strength to do it. So uh, another thing that happened this week is transport money. Hey, my God. Transport money has increased. So you're going to work like, okay, maybe before... You're spending 100 bucks, 100 naira, to get to work. Now you're spending 200 naira. For me, you're add like some people, maybe like 500 naira plus extra money that they have to spend to get to work. So you're coming to work and you're already angry because in your mind, you're spending more money than you would normally spend. And it's not like you have enough money to be throwing around, you know. So, most times, I mean, I just block it out. Like, they just call it a particular amount. And I'm not even trying to struggle. I'm not trying to fight it because I don't want anybody to stay my white. You start fighting with conductor now in the bus. Next thing, once they are packing your teeth on the floor. I mean, please, dears. I'm not, I'm not down for that violent life. Me, I just like chilled life. I just want to, I just want to relax and be taken care of. Because I didn't come to this life to suffer too much. I didn't even come to this life to suffer. But in all of this, I'm happy to be back at work. I'm happy to be doing 
office things again, you know, seeing my colleagues, um, I'm happy, you know, even though we're having meetings when we're at home, but just that gathering for me, maybe because I'm an only child or I like crowds, you know, so I'm happy that well, I get to see my colleagues, I get to see the kids and yeah, it's all good. So, um, last week there's this, um, series on Netflix that I've been watching that I really like, and uh, my friend is also watching it as well. It's a Mexican um, movie. It's called Dark Desires. I think it's Oscurio Desario. I'm not Mexican, so excuse the way I pronounce it. It's really nice. It's cheesy, but it's nice. It's good, you know. It's cheesy in a nice way. So if you like all this kind of stuff, you can check it out. I really enjoy it. I really like it. Maybe you like it too. Is romance, Sha. So I think seventeen episodes, thriller, you know, drama, suspense, hotties, which is a good blend for me. So they have fine, okay, they have fine men in it, you know, and uh, I really like it. I, there's a cheesy moment. In, I think in episode two. I think my friend told me it was episode two because I didn't take note of the episode because I was just binge watching. So yeah, you should totally watch it, and you should also watch if you want something serious. I think you should check out social social dilemma as well. Dilemma, dilemma, dilemma. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I decided to do that, but yeah, you should check that out. And um, you, I'm sure you like it. I haven't finished watching it, but I have to start watching Dark Desire because I saw the trailer mistakenly. Then I saw hot people in it. I was like, I can't resist this. I have to watch it. So check out Social Dilemma. Check out Dark Desires. Netflix is not paying me for this, but. If something is nice, I like to share with the whole world. I don't like to keep it to myself, so you should totally check it out. So today, I'm going to be talking about age. Age. Is age really just a number or is it more than just a number? So uh, I wish I had like a panel of 30 plus people with me today to discuss this because I feel like we'll be able to relate. So I'm thinking of having a panel of 30 plus people on an episode so if you're 30 or you're 30 plus please reach out and let's do this okay so i'm just going to be talking about from my own point of view and um what i've experienced and what i think so i remember three years ago when i was almost going to be 30 i had this you know i wanted uh, a photo shoot i wanted a photo shoot and i think that's where my madness for photo shoots started because from then till now, I always have a photo shoot every year. Like, it doesn't actually have to be in the studio. So, 31, I did it at home. 32, I went to the studio. 33, coronavirus happened. And I did it. I just did a photo shoot on the street, you know. My friend came through for me. I wasn't expecting that. And she took a couple of pictures. Really good pictures for me. Because she knew, like, I didn't want to go into a studio. Because fear they catch me. <laughs> that type of thing. So, for me, coming into 30s was just this kind of self-awareness where I'm like, uh-uh, what's going on? Like, especially with relationships, men, and the likes, you know, even relationships I had with women, you know, friendships. It was like, if you act, if you move mad, you act a certain way, I'm just going to leave you. Like, no cap, I will leave you. I Like, when I was in my 20s. I used to, like, I beg, I can't beg you for friendship, like, ah, please now. But now, if I notice that 
you're a certain kind of way. I'm not even going to stay, you know? And I had this discussion with someone, like, in relation with men. And she was like, it's because you're older, so you kind of know better. You know what you want. There's no try and error when it comes to friendship now. You know who is good for you, who is not good for you, right? You know these things in your 20s, but you want to give people a chance. But in your 30s, you're like, ah, I beg, I beg. If you move mad, I can move mad times too, and you're out of the picture. So that sense of self-awareness for me was really, it was really something, you know. But there came the changes to your body. So for me, I started to notice a lot of changes. Some I'm not going to talk about today. Uh, You know, just your whole body, your body is changing. There are certain things you were able to do before, and now you can't even do it again. Sometimes it's sad. It sucks. You know, like, so for me, I'm a workaholic. My colleagues tell me, just now you like to work. I would even help you with your own work, right? Then I started to get older, and I started to become more tired. Like, there are certain things I can't do right now that I'm doing it by force. It's not because, not people say, I feel dwam, now I force. You know, I giddy, like, yeah, I, I used to do these things now when I was younger. But now, man, I do it, and my body tells me, Justina, you need to stop. So maybe I should be working out, too. Maybe because I don't work out. That's why I'm having all these body changes, you know. I'm more tired. I just want to sleep. I like my bed. I can't even go to it. <laughs> I can't even go to the club. The last time I went to the club, like, all those overnight clubbing stuff, I like just slept off on the <laughs> like the chair. Like I was just tired. I was not just I wasn't feeling it. I didn't want to I didn't want to do it really. But I still want to have fun. I still want to go out. But my body is telling me that there are limits to <laughs> there are limits to this madness that you want to exhibit all the time. Do you get? So I have to think about my body. I have to put my body first. So that's why I decided, you know to do this episode because I was in the shower and I thought about it. I was like, is age really just a number? Or as you age, your body starts to give you signs like, hey, it's more than just a number. This thing is real, you know. I recently started to have back pains. Maybe I should work out. Maybe I need to work out. I keep telling myself these things, but I'm not doing anything to change it, right? So yesterday, I went for a midweek service in church, and I couldn't sit on the chair because my back, my back was legit telling me that I've had enough of you, this girl. Like, is it that you do something about me, like working out, or you stop complaining and deal with this pain that I'm going to give you? Like, at some point, I had to stand up. Pastor was preaching. I had to stand up and go to the back because my back was literally telling me that the chair was hurting me. So I had to stand. And I was like, brah, you're just 33 years old. What is going on? Why are you having back pains? Why why is your body changing so much? So I really need to talk to other people that are in their 30s because they need to let me know that I am not alone. I see a lot of things on Twitter. So I know I'm not alone in that sense. But, you know, there's a difference between you reading something and having conversations with people about it. So, uh, my friend recently, I had a conversation with her and she was telling me, see, this is why 
I'm worried about you not married or not dating or anything because by the time you get married and you start to have kids, you're going to be like way into your thirties and childbirth at that age is on a di- like is in a different ball game. And it freaks me out because I'm like, damn, should I have gotten married when I was younger? Not like they were there or they were men that, you know, wanted to be in that space with me. But I'm like now she's making me freak out she's making me scared it's not like i'm going to rush into anything of course i'm not going to rush but it just got me thinking like so are you saying when i'm 36 or whatever age i decide to get married that when i have start to have kids my pregnancy is going to be difficult because of my age so is age really just a number or is that more to it because at this point uh, i'm not even gonna lie i think that is more than it's more than just a number because your body knows what's going on and i don't like to have that conversation where my friends are worried about me like justina you're not dating you're not doing this and i know that it's more of like an age thing for them maybe that's why they're worried about me or maybe they're just worried that i'm lonely so i'm trying to decipher which it is you know because it's either that um older so i should be dating or are you worried because i'm just lonely so i haven't figured out where they're coming from but in all i know it's from a place of it's from a place of um love so if you're 30 plus i need to know what you feel i need to know what you think how is your body evolving what are those things you used to do that right now you don't do anymore because the story yakba like there's so many things that are going on with me right now and i hope that i'm able to figure it out especially the back pain jeez it hurts a lot when my friend was telling me that she had back issues i was like i bet you're just talking what are you saying you what do you even know you know that kind of thing but now i'm like i even have to like i have to apologize to the baby because i'm like what this thing they show me shaggy you know, so as someone that's 30 plus, how is dating life for you? I hope those questions people would send in stories and, you know, I could read it. I could just do an episode where I read what people in their 30s are talking about or how they feel. So what, how is dating life, you know, dating as a 30 plus? Because for me, hey, I'm not even going to lie. Most of the guys I meet, I'm older than them. And this has been happening since I was in my 20s. You know, I've always, like, I could be 25 and a guy that is 20 years old wants to, you know, be with me. And it only got worse in my 30s because I think a lot of guys are now, that my age, are either in a serious relationship or they're just not interested in dating, which is, (laughs) I don't know if that's unfortunate, but that's, it is what it is, I guess. According to Tochi, it is what it is. So, um, now I'm 33. Someone that is 20, <laughs> 21 will probably want to date me. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, though, because I guess it's more about your mental ability. Like, do you have sense? You get sense. Forget grammar. Do you have sense? You know, that's key for me. You have sense because... There are people that are 33, I mean, not, I'm not going to use my age as an example, but yeah. But there are people that are like 36, 37, 
and they don't have sense. No offense, so you know, but you know how when you say no offense, you've already insulted the person, or yeah, you're about to insult the person. So it's not really about um, sense. And uh, I have a funny story to share, you know, as I round up this particular segment of um, the show, which is, um, so there was someone my friend introduced me to. So most people think I'm, I don't know, I think it's because of how I look. A lot of people think (laughs) I'm young, I wish. Uh, So she introduced me to a friend of of hers. The guy is actually 23. This guy is a hottie. Like, he's hot. He's fine. Hey, God. When I saw this guy's picture, I'm not even going to lie. I'm sure you noticed my voice just went a bit up. I'm not going to lie. This guy, I wanted to be... The guy is 23. I wanted to be 20 years old just to date this boy. That's how hot he is. People that know me, hey, you have to be fine, oh, my God. And I feel like <laughs> the greatest plot twist to be getting married to someone that is not so good-looking. In <laughs> and this is not me being materialistic or anything or being vain. It's just how life works. Like, you're so into looks, then you end up being with someone that is not... Um, and people, no, it's not so good looking in the sense that people say, like, ah, oh, but just now, like, you're always into fine boys, that kind of thing. But back to my story. <laughs> so she introduced me, like, the guy saw my picture and he assumed that maybe we're age mates, or I don't know, I don't think I look 23, Sha, or maybe just a few years older, but in my 20s. So he asked for my number from my friend and she had to ask me first and i was like oh sure shoot give him my number he's so good looking i want to know this guy right i mean at that point i forgot my age like whatever i beg i beg am i the first oh come off it girl (laughs) so i was started to talk and i asked for his age and he's like he's 23 at that time wait okay at that time i was 32 I was like, ah, God, why, why now, why now? And my friend had told me, this guy, you know, he bakes, he's really nice, he's sweet. I don't see, I was like, ah, I beg, forget age, Jerry, it's not just a number. But at the end of the day, I was having this conversation with my friend, she's my friend from church. I was having a conversation with her, and I just asked her, like, let me even know what this babe told this guy is my age. I asked her, like, what did you tell? Like, how old do you think I am? And she was like, oh, you're 27 now. I was like, hold up. Is that what she told your friend? She's like, uh, yeah. And the guy's like, oh, I'm 23, she's 27, it's fine. I'll date her and stuff like that. Like, I'll get to know her. Maybe not date, but I'll get to know her, right? And I was like, babe, I am not 27, no. She was like, really? But you look 27. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm 32. She was like, wow. So bottom line is, after I had that conversation, after I had that conversation with her, I noticed that the conversations I started to have with the guy started to, like, we're talking less. So I feel like she might have given him feedback that, oh, this baby's this old, though. Like, just turn your age upside down. You have her age. So I guess for him, or for her, it wasn't just a number, okay? And this same person tried to, you know, her brother, 
I have so many stories like this, so we can go on and on and on. Her brother, I think he saw my picture as well, and he liked me and stuff like that. And this babe legit just blocked the whole situation. Not like I wanted to be with her brother, but I'm just saying, like, I think my age played a big part in those two situations. So is it just a number? Is it not just a number to certain people? So um, for a lot of people, it's just a number. For others, it's not just a number. Your body is changing things that happen to you and... People need to be okay with their ages as well, you know. A lot, I'm very comfortable telling people my age. You ask my age, I'm so proud because to have lived on earth <laughs> for 33 years, like, are you joking? It's a huge achievement. So you ask me what's your, how old are you? I'm telling you right off the bat, 33. I'm so proud of my age. So I hope you're proud of your age. I don't see the big deal in a guy asking me how old are you and I'm chewing my mouth. Why? I'm so proud of it. So, like I said earlier, is it just a number? Is it not just a number? You guys should let me know, okay? So, let's see how it goes. If you think it's not just a number, hit me up. If you think it's just a number and it's not a big deal, you can date someone that you can be 20 and you date um, a lady that is 35 or vice versa, let me know. I know that girls like older guys, but men, do they like older women that's topic for another day so that's what it is thank you for listening to this week's episode and i hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as i enjoyed making it for you i remain justina and this is still story time with jay i wish you peace love and light Have a beautiful weekend and stay safe.